Hello, I'm Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. This is Lori Wonder of Your Life Core. And tonight I wanted to speak about the energies that are still pretty darn intense for this December time period. Um, started ramping up in the November time period and they're still quite intense. And the information that comes to me is to think about it is, are we having breakdowns or breakthroughs? And I honestly believe that this energy is about breaking through. And we're going into some deep soul learnings and, and with that soul learning, we're certainly going to a deeper level of understanding who we are um, through the energy of Uranus still in Taurus. And that, that came into play back in May. It began to trigger us in all our comfort areas. And we try to hide in those comfort areas. But what the universe is pushing on us now with, with Jupiter and, and Saturn and some of the other planets is that really to go deeper into our inner self, our inner being. And one of the things that um, kind of presented itself as I was meditating the other day in my angels and guides and the teachers of the universe come in, uh, came in and, and began to speak to me, uh, I get this piercing uh, headache through the uh, right above my eyes, right above the eyebrows in the center of my, where we, we would say our, our third eye. And as I was meditating, the teachers began to say that, you know, we have some of what we look at in this third eye is very, um, it's wrong or it's different. It's, it's not what we think it is. And a number of years ago, when I was Diksha, when I threw, went through Diksha energy uh, work, uh, we were taught that Eastern and Western medicine, we looked at the brains differently, that you look at the two lobes of the brain and Eastern medicine or Eastern culture, the belief is that those lobes of the brain, both the masculine and the feminine, really start to speak to each other and cross electrodes go across the lobes by the time we're about 18 and 19. And, and that is what opens up that third eye, that connection to beyond. And you think about that, that space in the center of the forehead as being the third eye and that connection to beyond. And at that time, the teaching was that here in Western world, we've really shut that down. We've become very separated between the masculine and the feminine brain. And we really have to work on having those cross electrodes go across the lobes of the brain. And the whole, the whole premise of Diksha is to bring the energy into the brain and to the body so that it becomes balanced, so that there is that um, balance of right brain, left brain, masculine, feminine, and of course that opening or that awakening process. And we speak about it in the terms of awakening, not so much opening up the third eye. But the third eye then, in the last few years I've been hearing the third eye is, is also been associated with the, the pineal gland. And there really is no evidence 
that it's connected at all. So I, I'm not going to spend too much time on speaking about that tonight. But what came to me in meditation was maybe a different way to look at that third eye. It, it's really not a visual eye. It, it's not that it's often depicted as this picture of this eye that's on the forehead or it's a cyclops eye. And it's that eye that, that allows us vision into realms and worlds beyond. But what they were showing me is that's really figuratively. It's not an eye at all. It's not a seeing eye at all. But it is an eye, like the letter I, like I am. So, and again, it's not an eye. It is the eye, the letter I. The third eye is where really the essence of me awakens. And we begin to realize the consciousness or have that consciousness about me or who I am. And it, initially, there's, there's no actual seat of the soul in the human body. It's not like in your heart or it's in your knees or it's in your feet. It, it's, it's your energy field. That's the part of that soul or that kernel, that embryonic kernel of the soul that we're born with. That's really the essence of me. And so when we talk about that, I am that knowing me, it's really the essence of your true self. And before that essence of me has can meet that awakening process, it has to go through an awareness. And we begin our journey as a human um, to have all the experiences. And the reason we have these experiences is really to understand who am I? Who am I at my core? Who am I at my soul? And um, how am I interacting with those around me? Uh, recently, I, I spoke uh, at a couple of venues here in Minnesota, and I spoke a little bit about the sudden interest in past life regression and past life knowledge. And people are very curious. And in my readings and healings that I do with people, Spirit gives me visuals of past life or past life information, little snippets, if it ties into where that person is in this lifetime. And they're not all linear. Um, they might be snippets of whatever the thing is that the person is working on. In order to heal that, to bring understanding to it, to um, put an end to it, or in some cases to activate something, like if it's a healer gift or something really cool, we, we want to acknowledge that and activate it. But in, in our humanness, we really come into this lifetime not remembering all past lifetimes. Most of us, um, you can say I've got stuff that I brought in with me in this lifetime, but for the most part, we do not remember past lifetimes. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason that we kind of wipe the slate clean and then we come in and we experience, uh, we experience this life. One is it would be way too overwhelming if we were to just have all our lifetimes all combined in one. I mean, can you imagine having all that knowledge, having all the emotion, having all the experiences into a life? It, it, that would just be crazy energy. So I don't think that we're equipped to handle that. And I, I honestly believe that it's not something that we want to mess around with. So just a, a little side note that if you're 
doing any work with with past life regression or a curiosity in that, make sure that you're working with someone that is a good facilitator and understands that um, you have the potential of opening things up there. And unless they can be healed or understood or, or uh, the threads, the filaments adjusted to handle be handled in this lifetime, it, it can be um, it can be traumatic. And I speak I speak that from experience. I had an experience about eight or nine years ago. And I would never recommend anyone go through, go through that. But in our humanness, we're awakening. So the whole thing that I'm talking about past lifetime is we're awakening. And some of that awakening, some of that understanding the soul essence or the me essence is about tapping into some of the things that we needed to heal from past lifetimes. And that really is what people are, are going through uh, a lot right now. So. When we say, is it a breakdown or is it a breakthrough? I'm looking at it as truly it's a breakthrough. And it might feel like you're having an utter breakdown or that you're, you've hit your lowest or you want some of these things to end. It truly is a lifetime or a time in your lifetimes that you're able to bring closure to some of the uncomfortableness, some of the things that maybe you haven't had a chance to heal or to mend in past lifetimes. So many of us are coming to closures in this lifetime. And then there's the gifts that are that are being turned on or the gifts that we're remembering. And one of the other visions that they brought to me in this meditation was, you know, think of the um, the, the uh, old medicine men or the, I call them the snake charmers, like they would, they would sell snake juice as healing modalities in some past lifetimes. Well, those two are being awoken or those two are coming to present and there's reason for that too we're, we're um, being more aware of, of healing modalities and what works and what doesn't but for those that are maybe did snake juice in a past lifetime and they're feeling the urge to become a healer in this lifetime in this lifetime they have an opportunity to correct that they have an opportunity to really do the good stuff and and not just sell something that that um that isn't uh, good for the whole and and so that it might be surprising to them it might be um curious it might feel odd but that's an example of where maybe we attempted to do something in the past lifetime it didn't really turn out the way it exactly should have and we're still given a chance or we're asking for another chance to bring it into this lifetime so Another thing that I'm seeing is, is these breakthroughs are people are going through um, events in their life or they're, they're waking up to their healing abilities or curiosity. And so the big question is, is where do they use this or how do they use it? The spirit is telling us that before we take that out into the world, it's really to go back into your I am. And that's part of the, the huge energy push of I am the Aries energy is understanding who you are, um, what your essence is, not what you do, not what your title is, not that you're a mom or a dad or you're an executive or you do hairstyling or massage or whatever those things are. That's not, it's not what you do. It's really who's your essence. And so all these breakdowns are pushing us to have a breakthrough to understand that essence and really understand your third eye, your eye. Who, who am I? 
um, I am. So you can look at that third eye as a center of consciousness of really your higher identity, of your soul identity. It's also the center from which we perceive the outer world. Um, you could look at it as a, it's, a, it's a bridge between the outer and the inner world. It's, it's how we are experiencing those experiences around us, how we're experiencing our emotions, and if there's a clash or a conflict between the two, we get to learn about that, and that we can classify those as breakdowns or breakthroughs in that. So in this, in this getting in touch with, you know, who, who is located in that third eye, um, rather than concentrating on that window that we perceive as that being that third eye window open up into other realms, think about that as being a window also available into your soul essence. And some of you might say, well, I feel that through my heart, and that's okay too. But I just want to put a little different spin on that whole third eye and what people might be experiencing now in their life and uh, wanting to be done or tired of, of being in this. Maybe they're feeling that you're in a uh, state of confusion and I'm just tired of being in this confusion. I just want to be done. I just uh, want something different. And if you're in that camp and you feel tired or you feel like you want to be done with some something in your life, look for the internal. Go to the internal. Go to your emotions. Um, understand that it is your soul and your spirit that is really asking you to look inward to claim your amazingness. And sometimes we look external without stopping to look internal. We still have lots of opportunities to access portals to information into the universe. And I look at this third eye as being a personal portal because I think as humans, we get, we get portals, we're portals. Um, and that third eye gives us a way to, to uh, look internal. Um, the other thing I wanted to just touch on tonight is, is we have this illusion of a separation, me and they, or I and they, I and them, um, and we really are connected, and that's the other energy that we're really getting pushed on now is our experiences with others, and this is part of the, the Venus influence, is how are we experiencing relationships? And how is your I am, your internal emotion, your internal connection, uh, connecting with those around you? And again, uh, reducing or eliminating that illusion of separation, you're connected. So if, if things are happening outside of your world or you feel like they're happening around you, they're actually happening within and you're just seeing them external. It's kind of like things are stirring up in, internal inside and you're just seeing them them external. So tonight, as I close, I want you to think about the situations that you're experiencing in your life. And before you use the words that you're, you're just, things are chaos and they're, they're breaking down, look at them as the universe is giving you a collision and, uh, or a conflict. And from this collision or this conflict, 
it's a creation for you to look at the results in a different way. Uh, the combustion change chambers that run in Geneva purposely put particles together and make them clash, right? Make them crash and they measure what is the result when they cause this, this, this crash. And so that's kind of what the universe is doing with us right now is kind of creating these crashes or these conflicts for us in order for us to seek different ways of being um, because we're in this total time of transformation. So old ways of being and old ways of dealing with these clashes and conflicts probably aren't going to work anymore. Um, and that's just how it is. It is looking to your inner self, looking into your true, your pure essence to discover what a new way of, of adapting to these clashes might be. So again, this is all about claiming your amazingness because you are amazing. Know that there are reasons that we don't always understand, but bring us the opportunities to experience life on earth here and experience an evolution of our soul. And really, that's what it's all about. This is Lori Wendra of Your Life Core. Thank you for listening. You may find me at yourlifecore.com.